In the kingdom of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. The Holy Spirit kept repeating this phrase till I finally got what he was pointing at. Matthew six nineteen to 25 Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, for he will hate the one and love the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, don't worry about your life. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? The whole passage, when you look at it, is about finance, money, wonga, dosh, and what we do with it. And it's about the heart and the eye. Storage in those days, it would seem, was fraught with the same problems as they are as it is in the 21st century, moth, rust and thieves. It's about light and darkness, the futility of storing anything on earth versus the value of storing treasure in heaven. The heart and the eye are here closely tied to the spiritual as well as the physical realm. The good eye is one that is generous towards God and man. The bad eye essentially is the one that has turned away from God and is watching out for itself. So we have to ask ourselves some questions. Where's my focus? Where do I put my treasure? Is it all about my needs or am I looking beyond that? If you focus, he says, on storing up for yourselves things, stuff, in this life, your treasure will be there. If your eye is single, in other words, if you're focused on my kingdom, you'll be full of light. But if you're focused on earthly things, the reverse is true. He ends up by saying you can't serve the two, the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, and your life is more than what you stand up in. You are eternal beings and you should be laying up treasure for eternity, not for the here and now. Paul says the same thing in his letter to the Colossians, Colossians 3, 1 to 4. If you were then raised with Christ, sink those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. The issue here isn't so much about money per se, but how you view it. If obtaining it and what it can get you is your goal, you're out of focus, you need a lens change. Money and how you view it is key in the life of a disciple because you can't serve two masters. Being consumed with making money could be construed as the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches, which we know choke the good seed in one of Jesus' parables. You cannot seek material sufficiency and the kingdom at the same time. Remember the world's values and the kingdom values. Allow me to remind you of number two on the list, material success. One of our most important lessons could be that our finances are spiritual. I'll expand on that statement tomorrow.